0: Hi, I'm Sadek.
1: And I'm Christian.
0: This is episode fifty-two of Shades of Brown. Uh this week we got we got some follow-up from from last not last week, I guess. Two weeks ago.
1: La- yeah, last episode. Last
0: episode. Uh what is it about? So we're talking about Android. Uh, I
1: had a I had a rant about Android Go. Um and I think I think some folks on mass, I'm not going to blame them. I'll blame myself. I'm pretty sure I was more of like a, uh, everything's a hot take and you're not really thinking clearly while you're talking real fast kind of rant, you know? So what I had said was basically, well, what I was trying to say was that Android go is a joke. Because it's Google's 10th attempt at trying to make Android faster on uh, lower spec devices. And what we really need is like some form, some decent competitor to iOS that isn't Android. And then I kind of spiced in a little bit of also Linux on phone on the phone would be cool. And I think when I was in the middle of my rant, I ended up crossing those two paths when I didn't mean to, right? Like, obviously, desktop Linux on a phone is not the solution to shitty Android phones. Um a viable competitor with actual like that, that respects your privacy and all that is in fact what you what you should what we should want and something that isn't so heavily tied to google and also something that uh actually gets updates and doesn't shit out on old devices right like that's, that's I feel like that's a sweet spot and it's not like you know we're asking for the world we're just asking for like you know desktop computers are like that you know like as we were saying the minimum specs for windows 10 are not are the same as the minimum specs for Windows 7, right? And like I was saying on that episode, um, technically it's been raised because older hardware has been depreciated over time, but you still have like at least a decade back and you can easily update hardware, right? Like even macOS, macOS High Sierra, I think the oldest laptop that it can technically run on is from 2009, 2008, almost 10 years, right? Like, are you gonna have a good time? Not really, but if you put an SSD in it, It's going to be acceptable, right? Like for using browsing the web, using a web browser. That old hardware is going to be acceptable, and for like running basic like word processing apps and all that other crap that you know uh, tech bloggers love to talk about, right? Like that, it's going to be fine. Maybe it won't run Chrome, but like don't use Chrome, right? Like (laughs) use Firefox or something because Chrome doesn't. Chrome struggles to run well on things of like eight gigs of RAM, but you can at least have an experience with it. Or more importantly, if you install, um linux mint ubuntu on it right like it will still work like that that's my entire point it's that you can save old hardware if they have an intel chip in them If they have an x86 chip in them if they have an amd chip in them with an arm device you're fucked and someone on that son correctly pointed out um oh my god i've never said the same out loud hello Madre b i think hi hello i'm sorry if I'm, i I'm, i totally it's a german name i totally fucked that up but but Uh, just pointed out to me that, you know, ARM chips are different because it's all binary blobs, right? Like, there's no open drivers and stuff. And, like, I I recognize that that is a fair point. That is an extremely fair point. But at the same time, and I'm, this might sound a little bullish, but, like, who fucking cares? Like, that shouldn't be a problem, right? Like, in, in this ideal world where we aren't getting screwed over on hardware, we should have open access to our devices to begin with. Because the only reason, hardware was standardized and opened up on PCs was because we had a lot of competition in the market and it wasn't just Intel. Like even nowadays, actually, if, if you go back, I'm fairly certain Intel invested a whole fuck ton in AMG just so they wouldn't get probed by, uh, antitrust regulators. I, I think, I think that's the case. Um, I will. I will fact check and during and during editing. We shall. We shall have a a clarification if I'm inc- incorrect. But, but right, like the PC, it's because of competition that it became standardized. And with phones, there's technically competition, but because Qualcomm has a monopoly on chipsets, there is none.
0: Right. Uh, so the problem here is that. Uh... We don't, okay, first of all, there's multiple problems. The problem is that we have binary blobs for drivers, and these binary blobs are provided by Qualcomm, right? And so when Qualcomm decides to stop supporting a chip, uh, you're fucked. Uh, so basically, what the what problem is, uh, that's the problem that Treble is trying to solve, right? That's the problem that uh, Android well,
1: has. Treble is trying to solve it by putting it in a box. So, right? It's, yeah, like how, it's like how Microsoft did it with uh, Windows Phone 8 and 10. Because Windows Phone 10, if, you have a, if, you, if you're a certain someone who happens to have like six HP Elite X3s, <laughs> um, you could totally still receive updates without going through your carrier. Because technically, in the US at the very least, you only need carrier certification if it touches the radio hardware, right? Like in theory... If you're touching, because you'd have to recertify it. But if you're releasing a security update that doesn't touch any of that, it shouldn't. It doesn't have to go through it. So Microsoft has two has two kinds of updates for Windows 10. They have software updates and they have firmware updates. Software updates touch everything except the radio drivers, right, and all that stuff. And when you get a firmware update on a Windows 10 mobile, Windows 10 on ARM, whatever Microsoft. Windows 10 on ARM and S mode. I don't know. Whatever Mar- Microsoft is naming it this week. it That needs to go through the carrier. And Google can do the same. Like, if they... Now, maybe you can only do this for new phones. Because um, as we talked about last week, the Essential phone has been delayed multiple times with the Oreo update because uh, they're trying to trebleize it. And it's a bit of a problem if you're taking right, an existing code base and then going through that process. Um, but... But it's with new devices at the very least. We could have this going forward if Google so pleased. Because what what what's the ideal world here, right? Like out of all the things Google wants to control on Android, they don't want to be the one to provide updates, but they really should be. Like the the fact that Samsung has to is take the Android uh P or Oreo code base, right? And then build a variant for each of those devices and then maintain those trees and then hopefully update them on a regular basis is ridiculous because Samsung doesn't give a fuck about software because they're a hardware company.
0: Okay. So the problem with, uh, so the treble thing is essentially we're putting an abstraction layer over the drivers. You're putting what it's, it's commonly known as a HAL, a hardware abstraction layer. Uh, so we can abstract your drivers out. So you can just, so you can just have the OS and the drivers separate, which, you know, how it should be really uh so you could just you know just you could just upgrade the base os but you can still keep the same drivers that you originally had because those still work through the abstraction layer uh so that's that's essentially what what's going on and now that's that's in progress i guess but i mean that i, I don't know how you're gonna get out of this without like i, I don't know how google is gonna like
1: they take control, right? How? Like that by the can't, though.
0: Like that's the thing. They can't.
1: How they say t- to the manufacturers? They say mm-hmm. you have to install the Play Store, Play Services, Chrome, right? These apps weren't originally required as part of the, the G apps package, right? But over time they updated the license agreement that's saying if you want to access the Play Store, you have to bundle these things with it. And Google could totally just be like. If you want to have the Play Store, we have to be the one to issue OS updates. Mm. Like they could do that. Mm. I it, they could. Uh, it's because I and I oh. sure sure. There's a really good case we made. That's monopolistic, but they fucking have AMP and an ad platform and Chrome. They don't care, right? Like it's. It, if google if google wants to own all of that stuff on the web and then still think that they're good in terms of like monopoly lawsuits like i'm pretty sure it's not that far of a reach just to tell them to take control of android updates right because they have everything they have all the parts now to easily updating android devices except the fact that they're not the one pushing the button and because they're not the ones pushing the button oems aren't going to oems because it's not a priority for them, right? Like, it, in, in shitty capitalist sense, I don't blame Samsung for not providing updates because it doesn't matter, Like, right? Samsung just wants you to buy a new fucking phone, right? Samsung doesn't want you to buy updates, to get your phone updated because that means that you're going to stick with that device longer and it's in their interest to have a higher turn cycle of people buying new devices. Like, that's now No, why. no, no.
0: I just had a very shitty idea. What, what if people had like a subscription model for updates? What if you paid for updates?
1: software updates uh, should be free. Yeah. We, we've no, but,
0: but you like you you mistakenly said something about paying for updates. So I was like mm, in a capitalist No. Uh, no. In a late capitalist world where uh
1: in a late capitalist world, we decided to move past that. <laughs> Apple stopped charging for our software updates. You remember in iOS, you used to have to pay for iOS updates? We never had to pay for iOS updates. Yes, what are you talking iPhone, about? The first iPhone update you had to pay for, for Why? the iPod Touch. You, you remember that? No, I don't, you, I don't remember. It was, it was like once or twice. It was a very, very short time period. But you would have to pay for iOS updates if you were if you had an iPod touch. Now, like Apple stopped that, right? Like they stopped that and they stopped charging for Mac Up Mac OS updates because you realized how terrible of an idea that was. Yeah. But that was a thing once upon a time.
0: Mm.
1: So but so don't, don't, don't. We do not need security updates, should be free. Yeah. Subscription, yeah, subscription models. If you use them on software only for features, I guess. Like I don't. Oh my God. <sighs> this is a terrible idea why would you do this
0: yeah i just yeah sorry it just came up i was like this is we're talking about capitalism and you know uh this this is one way to make money from updates but uh, anyway <laughs>
1: it's instead of SaaS being software as a service sas is now security as a service
0: oh, i mean that's the infosec industry but uh let's let's not talk about that but
1: so basically, uh, just just sum up this follow up. I misspoke because I was very heated, very heated uh, argument with myself. Um, desktop Linux on the phone because freedom and tinkering is important, and also a good alternative to Android because uh, Google doesn't respect its users right now. But since we're talking about Android, the Android P Developer Preview Free- One dropped. Yeah, earlier this week.
0: Yeah, uh, there's some cool stuff. I guess there's. Uh, Indoor positioning with Wi-Fi. Um this is this is support for something called 802.11 MC. Uh it lets you use Wi-Fi to position to get your positioning data indoors. So so if you have GPS for outdoor positioning, you have uh this for indoors. So this is essentially to give you ads, by the way. Like this is this is basically this is another way to get very precise location data, so you can you can so you can see ads.
1: Like uh, you know how um in iOS eleven, and I think Android Oreo. I don't call me an Oreo part. When you go to Control Center and you turn off Wi Fi and Bluetooth, it doesn't like actually turn off Wi Fi and Bluetooth. It just disconnects you from whatever you're connected to and makes sure you don't connect to things for a while. Right. Because if you turn off the radios, you can't do uh, Bluetooth beacons, yeah. which is used for uh, physical stores to track your location sometimes. Yeah. And also, like, if you come to an Apple store, right, and you pull out your phone, your phone knows it's at an Apple store. But that's not GPS telling you that's you're at the Apple store. Yeah. It's the Bluetooth beacons that's prompting you, if you have the Apple store app installed, to open it or yeah. to get it from, like, or on your watch, if you have, like, a card, it will just pop that out and show it in your notification drawer.
0: Right. So this is essentially, um, uh, I, w- I would bet store, like like malls, like stores and malls, uh, but, like this is going to become a thing. Like your phone is, is a vector, for, like Android is a vector for Google's ad platform. So it's like, it's not surprising that, you know, this is, but it's not just that this would be uh, useful just for, just for advertising, I, I could see some other use cases for this particular API, right? Like this uh, particular sort of function of indoor positioning. You could use this indoors, right? Like if you say you walk into a room, right, uh, and the lights automatically turn on because it senses the presence of your phone. Like that—that that could be—that could be a thing.
1: Or, or like as Google has in the blog post, you could just do it for location, like actual. Uh navigation when you're inside right like that's there's uses for this but mostly it's probably going to use for ads because this is android um that's probably it i mean it's it's, to be fair ios is the exact same thing just with bluetooth I think android supports bluetooth beacons as well so probably apple's i feel like apple's gonna add support for this too down the line um also as well added was uh display cutout supports (laughs) notches 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 because we never talked about mobile vote to Congress because um, it's boring. It's boring. And also, everyone's now making phones that look like the uh, iPhone 10. And Google realized that, you know, you should probably add not support to Android before it's too late. And every phone's broken by having a different implementation of it. So um, you could simulate a notch now on your device if you hate yourself. And um, <laughs> this is the bad trend. I'm sorry that someone at Google yeah, had to is, do this. Right? Like this. Yeah. yeah. Fuck this notches. Is bad.
0: I, I don't like the notch. Notch. I
1: mean, at least on the iPhone 10, it's a trade off, right? Like at least there you get facial, just, like you get a little connect sensor. But literally, you have like these ASUS phones that have the like the uh, infinity displays. But it's just a cutout for a front facing camera and nothing else
0: like i mean i mean in general i'm not a fan of of that sort of notch design like i get why apple did it but like i'm not i'm not a fan of it
1: uh the point of the notch is that it's going to go away soon too right yeah i'm pretty sure apple apple does not want that notch around forever
0: no no i
1: don't i I hope
0: that yeah uh next up we have uh enhanced messaging experience or as i like to call it another google chat app no 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 uh, no
1: no no, no <laughs> actually i like to a better name for this is once again uh, why does ios even have notifications just fucking copy this apple Ah, uh, yeah please
0: please god save us from this notification hell um so uh enhanced messaging experience you have uh like like an enhanced like reply system in in, in in what's what's the word for it you can do inline
1: replies inside the notification itself right so you could tap a reply button that's actual on the notification and have quick replies pop up and if of course if the app wants you to do like a sort of an iMessage style thing where you get a text box you can also do that uh basically all the stuff that you can only do if iMessage on ios because apple hmm like wire, right? Wire can have you yeah. reply inline, but wire can't have these uh, preemptive responses pop up inline because there's no there's no API for that to happen.
0: Right. Uh, also, so the sp- fact
1: that you can see images inline to in the notification itself is super dope.
0: Yep. Yes, uh, it, has, it has also has Spark reply, uh, which which is essentially I mean smart reply on Android is is probably better than what we have on iOS. The iOS one is based very. Simple, I think uh, the implementation of it.
1: So, um, Smart uh, Reply on iOS is only with the predictive keyboard. You can sometimes get it if you uh, 3D touch on an iMessage notification, I believe. But it's really it mostly happens on the watch, where if you go to a, a iMessage thread and you scroll down to the bottom and you get the text entry part, it'll have preemptive responses that it thinks you might want to use, and they're yeah. hot garbage. I just always yeah, speak that... to my phone or use a little scribble feature.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not good. Um what else? We have channel settings, broadcasts, and do not disturb. Oh, there's new uh new channel. Okay, notification channels was That's Oreo. Notification that came, channels channels came in Oreo. There's probably but,
1: improvements to it.
0: Yeah, there's probably improvement to okay, so users can now block uh entire groups of channels within the notification settings for an app. Uh, and there's also uh, new broadcast intent types. Uh, so basically,
1: all I'm hearing, all I'm hearing, is just laps around iOS, laps around iOS. Like at this point, this is just polish. This is just like more granularity where it's needed and more polish. Um, once again, the the best part of Android is notification drawer, and I am jealous
0: yeah like this new do not disturb priority categories, so it's like you can have alarms prioritized and like media get system and game sounds prioritized like this is all good stuff like this is all, uh stuff that should be in i o s this should be more notification, like notific- just overhaul the goddamn system in the in
1: is this iOS. is this episode just salty i o s users
0: Nah, that's, we don't need to do that again uh, <laughs> uh we we also have uh multi camera support and Two or more physical cameras, right? So you can access streams simultaneously from two or more. So this is like for devices that have multiple cameras, like high-end devices. I guess. Um. Uh,
1: well, this is this is official camera API support, so developers can tap into it. This is not just hardware level support because it's a driver thing right and so samsung's custom a-, a camera app can use both of the cameras on the s9 but now your app can too if samsung ever updates their phone and implements this api
0: yeah um the rest of the stuff i think is a little bit too
1: yeah it's a new new image types right it supports you video codecs. um but what I want to skip down to, well, there's also some new autofill improvements, which is, I think it's interesting that Android has an autofill API and doesn't do it as a part of like their intent system. Because in iOS, right, you just get a general share action or whatever the fuck Apple calls it in their own language to uh, input data into anything, right? And you can use that to do the uh, autofill for LastPass or 1Password.
0: Right. Um, um, yeah. So the autofill API is used by stuff like LastPass on Android. So like, you know, for password managers on Android use that. Uh, so that, that's what that is for. Like it, it's a pretty nice API because it, it, like before I think you'd have to on Android LastPass had to use like some weird.
1: It uh, had to like use a draw hack- over the screen. Remember, your Facebook chat, yeah. chat uh, before Google released the API to draw over the screen, that was not an accessibility thing, right? Yeah, um, Last pass used to do that, so it'd be like it would draw over the screen and then use that to implement it. It was a really weird hack that it was only works because just Android things.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a hack, but so this is a much better method for
1: it. Yeah, and then there's so also some security stuff. So the the short and long of it is there's basically https being required for uh what's it called for for data and transit so i believe this is only with apps being built towards the latest sdk so really however long it takes to implement would be fucking forever but basically if you that's how ios does it i believe ios also requires secure transit or whatever once again yeah. apple calls it because it's called different things. Uh,
0: ats i think yeah uh ATS Apple Transport Security. Oh no, that sounds about just, right. Let me let me just quickly look that up while you.
1: Yeah, well, uh, while talk. he's talking about that, there's that, and then also Google is going to block access to hardware devices after the phone goes idle, which is basically. Google trying to say, now we're going to make sure on a hardware level that Facebook can't uh, always listen into what you're saying, which doesn't happen. I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually happen. It's just they're really good at tracking you. So that's why it seems like Facebook is listening in on your conversations. But there now is platform level support for that not happening. So we can be rest assured.
0: All right. So I found this was introduced in iOS 9. It's called App Transport Security uh, ATS. Um, it it enforces HTTPS exclusively for all comms, like all all HTTP based comms on from from your app, right? So it's it needs to be encrypted with TLS version one point two and forward secrecy. Uh, so if you try to make a connection without that, it'll it'll throw an error. Uh, so that's what ATS is, and you know that's pretty good. Also, uh, HDR nine, sorry HDR VP nine video support uh HIF HIF How do you say it? HEIF? I don't know. It sounds like a German uh, word, so I'm gonna try and say
1: it like a German person.
0: H H E I F image compression uh and media APIs. So you uh, Android P is adding support for HDR VP9 profile too so you can uh watch YouTube videos that are HDR uh encoded and uh format images so like uh so iOS images, I guess? Like isn't that one of Yeah, basically it's just is, adding or, support yeah. for
1: phones for take or pictures taken on an iPhone. Um there's also something interesting that I totally just lost. Oh yes. Google is now going to throw up an error message. Not error message, but it will throw up a uh, a flag for that users will see if you, the app you're opening is built with an old version of the SDK that it's targeting.
0: Oh interesting. That's that's an interesting piece the app
1: the play store is now going to require you by the end of the year to re- target oreo for app updates and new apps and google is going to start forcing you to bump up the the target sdk with uh with android apps i'll uh, probably slower than apple did because apple basically only had like a two-year cycle i believe for cutting off 32-bit apps and they have a really hard cutoff cycle for um uh, after a new version of ios is released when they'll stop accepting submissions for the old version
0: right yeah that's that's always been the case i think Uh so that's Android P's first developer. preview. So available for Pixel devices, right? No uh, Nexus devices and no, no, Android, no tablets. Android tablets. Android nope. tablets are dead. Like, Rip. this is a the Pixel place.
1: C is not going to get an update to P.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: Rip. Nexus phones are now end of life. Um, once again, this is a reminder that the iPhone 5S can still run iOS 11 just going to say that uh <laughs> because you know does it run it well maybe not does it can it still run it yes can the nexus 5 run p probably or not the nexus 5x i mean they like the phones released the same the same year as the iphone uh 5s should still be able to run it
0: yep so that's android p uh next up <laughs> it's kind of a funny story uh so the last last week there was uh there was a bug with Alexa uh echo device, like Amazon Echo devices. Uh, the the Alexa device would just like out of nowhere start uh laughing. Uh like and this was ex- like people were extremely alarmed by this because obviously like if somebody's gonna just start laughing like in this weird, creepy way, uh, it's just, just, just this is actually kind of funny uh so what was happening here uh it's it's a it's a bug, so Alexa has a phrase where you can you can like tell her to laugh uh it's it's like the phrase was alexa laugh, but they're gonna be changing that phrase to be uh alexa can you laugh instead so it's less likely to trigger uh false positives uh Christian, <laughs> <that's... laughs> what do you think about this?
1: Someone had to change something for this to start happening, right? Like, if the phrase was always um, "dingus laugh," then why yeah. why is it doing it now? Where it just mm. starts random laughing r- because it thinks that someone heard it, right? Like, you see the problem yeah. here. The problem yeah. of Amazon's explanation—it doesn't explain the fact as to why it started doing it now.
0: <laughs> Maybe they, they changed something in their in their like voice detection algorithms that suddenly there's a lot more false positives for that phrase than there used to be somehow. Like, I, I don't know, like some weird shit. Uh, like, this I is just, not... I
1: just want to see the bug report internally for that. Like the <laughs> yeah. bug tracker thread on that. That'd be fucking yeah. great.
0: Yeah. Like I'm sure it's, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a great time. Um, I, I bet somebody had to fix this like overtime uh, this week because like a PR disaster uh, for sure. Uh and no, it's not Alexa taking over the world. That's that's not happening yet. So, yeah. so y'all can chill. These
1: these things aren't going to take over the world. I know. Oh I'm just
0: having a bit of fun.
1: Um, oh, my God. AI's going to ruin... It's like, no, no, no. You, you'll be gone before that happens. You'll ruin yourself. Like, I don't know why you're afraid of AI ruining you when you're more likely to ruin yourself than AI is.
0: Yep. Um, so movie, like, sort of... Segway from... T- from tangentially uh, related, I guess. Tangentially uh, related to a worst voice assistant, I guess. Um, Ooh. Mm, uh, we're going to be talking about the HomePod uh, because, well, Christian, uh, you could take the floor. this
1: one. Uh, So, we were talking about the HomePod last episode and we were like, good device. Siri is not great. And I really have to watch how I say that because... Um, but, uh, I got one. <laughs> and, and my justification for getting one is that sound quality, right? Like, so there's two, I think we need to split this up into two bits. Because there's a bit that me and Sadik are going to agree on. There's a that we're not going to agree on. I'm going to speak for Static here and say that the amount of music we listen to each week—hundreds of hours—you think, right? Like, is that a fair estimate?
0: Yeah, 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 that's. I mean, listen to a lot of music. It's just that's that's all. Like, both of us uh, listen to a lot of lot of music all day, every day. Uh, so, yeah, that's. And
1: and for me, right, like a speaker that is. How, mu- how much the uh, HomePod cost is worth it because of how much I listen to music, right? Like, you're, the, the headphones you use were around the same price.
0: Right. They are, yes.
1: So, and it's not... So, there, there's that, right? Like, I don't think, actually, that a speaker that costs as much is a ridiculous question. Because if you listen to music enough, it's worth it. It is worth it to have that sound quality. It is worth it. Um, now, maybe it's not worth it to go off flack. But it is worth it to have a nice speaker or a nice pair of headphones. It sounds really great. It has a really good response and a sound that you like because it does in fact like you know you 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 get more out of the music, right you get to hear more of it it better responses like maybe maybe there's like I don't know if there's like hard science to prove it, but I feel like you at least get a better emotional response out of out of the songs when you're listening to them on a better set of cans or speakers
0: yeah, definitely, definitely you gotta listen to music on the best best hardware you can get because uh it's worth it's definitely worth it from a musical uh qu- like sound quality perspective like I'm not I'm not disagreeing with everybody like everybody's been saying that the HomePod has sounds amazing and it does and it, it, it like I'm not surprised it,
1: to- it, it sounds so good like I I whatever Apple's doing like you just put it somewhere and like it just sounds good right and it gets loud too like it it is a loud and it is a good sounding speaker and so the, like there's that Like, I don't, we don't really need to talk much about that. What we do need to talk about is everything it doesn't have, right? So I got this. Now, folks have been saying on podcasts and blogs that it'll get better. I bought this with the expectation of it only doing what it does today forever, right? Like, if it did only, if it only did Apple Music and limited series stuff, fine. Like, that's, I'm okay with it. Because I do use Apple Music as much even though I keep trying to switch to Spotify. It's that the Spotify iOS app is not good. It's like I, it's okay. It, Apple Music is a better app. And you know, like we, we can have debates about this and that's fine, right? But for me, I just think also uh, there's no download cap on Apple Music when there is on Spotify.
0: Is there a download cap on Spotify? Yeah,
1: you can only download a certain amount of songs because iOS just won't let you cache more music after that. Like, that is a fun problem to run into at Spotify. Interesting.
0: Uh, I never run into the limit, but...
1: Well, yeah, because, um, I mean, I have my whole library on here because I have 256 gigs, right? So, like, why uh, not have 100-something gigs of music on your phone, right? Like, who cares? So, th- th- there's little things, right? But that, That's not important. Basically, I talk to the speaker. I say, dingus, play a song, and it plays a song, and it sounds really good. And it works all the time. Like, it, I have not had any false positives, although... You can talk really quietly, and this thing will hear you. I was I was in my living room. This thing's in my bedroom, and I was saying "Hey, dingus" to my watch, and it started doing the thing from the speaker. There was a wall. There was a wall and a door that was slightly open. That's the only way that sound passed through, and this freaking thing heard me. <laughs>
0: it has really good microphones i guess
1: yeah you you just you basically you just mumble it you say it under your breath and it'll pick you up right like you don't have to project your voice out to it like i have to do with the alexa um or the echo whatever the fuck amazon calls it so and it and let's be honest serious trash like it it doesn't it, you can't do smart home automation easily you need home kit devices and home kit is very rare especially outside the u.s um there's no web services integration. Uh, siri kit domains are extremely limited and require you to have the native ios app and it doesn't support everything so i can send an email using airmail but i can't send an email using the stock email app um you can check messages but anyone can do that because of voice recognition so when it compares, the siri is the worst home assistant but i don't use it like that right like i use it more as a less than a "Quote unquote AI platform, right, and more of just a voice dictation device, right? Like the commands I do are direct, right? I want it to play a song. I want to. I want Siri to play a podcast. And I am talking so, like, I am trying so hard not to freaking say the buzzwords. Because I feel like every time we talk about these, I always am tripping it up. So, but it, it works for that, and it sounds good, and that's like what I care about." Like if you live that lifestyle of someone being able to hack your home by getting your Google account password, they know they don't get one of these right, but I don't because I don't want that to happen, and also, I live in an apartment, so um it really doesn't make sense, nor am I able to like put in smart thermostats and all that fun stuff, right so like that does it really matter so I got this of vi being a good speaker that plays music, and it does that amazingly. if you want anything else, it's just all it's all bells and whistles. And I honestly think that these smart speakers still aren't that useful. They're useful in limited cases. They're useful. The more wealthy you get, um, they're, they're useful. If you do a lot of online shopping, they're useful. If you have a lot of smart things, smart, uh, smart appliances, whatever the hell it's called. Right. But, they're, I don't really they're live that useful
0: life. if you have a house where you can install smart stuff like yeah that's, that's basically all
1: you, stuff. you need to own a house and I live in America people don't we don't own houses what is this we don't have <laughs> we're millennials I don't we don't have <laughs> millennials I, I, I'm too busy putting uh, spending 20 bucks for avocado toast oh god I, I can't I can't afford a fucking house with that I need to buy <laughs> toast man fucking toast and avocados fuck I, why uh, are we swearing? so we're swearing a lot this episode? Oh, God. This one, we're trying to get kicked off of iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah so we can get played on the, on the hump right? If you,
1: you know, forget. we can. We can. Well, I mean, right now we can. Yeah. The, all, all of our podcast, all of my podcasts, they play with, we say the name. I don't have to, I don't have to like be like, make sure it's from stipes radio or whatever. So that's good shit. It's good shit. But, um, so my recommendation to people listening is that if you have an iPhone and you, and you think about getting a Home HUD, I would wait until AirPlay 2 drops, because that is in beta right now, because AirPlay 1, the audio quality drops, and you can, I could can notice it. And AirPlay 1 has a delayed audio stream, which is kind of annoying, although and don't use it as a, like a video speaker. That's really not how you should. But I tested it with the MacBook, I put Netflix on, and at least in Safari and QuickTime, mac os delays video streams so it's in sync with the audio being buffered to the home pod
0: that's a hack that's one hell of a hack but um uh...
1: Be- but i mean i don't know it probably doesn't work in chrome because google right like i, I doubt that works and anything but like safari and and QuickTime. but right it's so you can use it as one of those and it does sound great like i was w- watching a new season of jessica jones with it and it was sounding really good But it's not not what it's for. It's strictly for music and podcasts, reading the news if you care about US centric news. And so, like, you should get one if you use Apple Music and you think that the speaker, you think that a $350 speaker is worth it. And if you use Spotify once AirPlay 2 drops, and if Apple enables audio intents at WWDC, then you should pick up one of these. Because once once those two things happened, I this speaker is going to be the best sounding one and is going to be as like competitive for Sonos, right? Because I now now I feel like our audience doesn't care about the smart home stuff or the uh, or any of like the bells and whistles you get with a Google Assistant or, uh, or an Amazon Echo because a it's kind of creepy and b. The how much you have to give, how much you have to spend to get there. Um, arguably, it, that is a group of people of money, but that's like not really me or static, right? Like, I don't think us have enough to rewire our whole entire house with Cat3 and then put in like a new thermostat and put in light bulbs and put in a smart lock. Yeah, yeah, no, nor no. do we want to.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, like this product, like right now, I feel without AirPlay 2, uh, I would hold off. Like I would even even with the sound quality being extremely good, I would hold off. Like I would just hold off, just just as a matter of principle. Uh, wait till it gets AirPlay two. When will it get AirPlay two? Has Apple said like a, a like a ship day? So
1: iOS eleven point three, I believe, which is the current be- version testing in in uh, in beta right now, had AirPlay two for about. Three beta releases. Then he took it out in the last one. So who knows?
0: <laughs> it was yeah. there. AirPlay 2 re- was there, and then it got removed. Do you remember the feature that they promised? Uh, I message. Uh, oh, the it's cloud? there. It's there on the cloud. Is that
1: uh, it- yeah? It's eleven point three. Eleven point three has iMessage in the cloud now.
0: Okay, because that that feature was promised a long time ago, and it wasn't. It didn't ship with
1: uh, iOS eleven. Uh, so. Yeah, so it's yeah, that's coming though. That one is coming. All right. Uh, so HomePod. Um, Sounds great. Sounds great. The Siri sucks, but who cares? Because you're going to use Play Music. And if you don't use Apple Music, um, wait until AirPlay 2 comes out. And if Spotify isn't annoying to use with it, then get one. Right? Are, like that's also, basically also, it. also,
0: Siri has a really nice Australian accent option. Uh, just just for people, just, just a heads up. The British accent and the Australian accents are, are pretty good. Uh, I, I haven't heard American Siri in a while, so...
1: That's, Do you want all of your smart assistants to sound like Tracer? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No,
0: I want all my smart assistants to sound like Cortana. But that's another. Uh,
1: I want all my smart assistants to not sound like a woman. But that's another debate for another oh, time. Oh yeah,
0: that's 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 a topic for another day because that's that's like an hour of discussion for that one. I think. Uh, so but yeah, moving, so uh, yeah, moving on, I'm moving on, moving on to uh, battle royale games, I guess. Uh, for video games this week, uh, we talk about uh, Fortnite and PUBG. We're going to start off with Fortnite. Fortnite is... Uh, we've been playing it for a couple of weeks.
1: Uh, well, we should we should explain what a Battle Royale game yeah, is Yeah, Yeah, we probably should. Okay, yeah. so Fortnite and PUBG have the same premise. You uh, ride a plane or a bus or whatever onto an island, and then you skydive onto it. And it's a big island. You can go wherever you want on the island, and there's 100 other people, and it is a death match to whoever's last standing.
0: Yep. Uh so you have to like gather like wep- like weapons and ammo uh and re- like resource, like medkits uh and like you know like health upgrades and shields and uh like you try basically it's like a survival game uh like it's part of that obviously if every match is like you you die once you don't respawn uh, so there's 100 people you try to battle out and there's there's a circle that the, the-, the- the, the concept here is does the encroaching circle you have to stay in, so you can't just like all be at the edges of the map, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna have to cluster eventually. Uh, so it's 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 pretty intense. Uh, we've been playing Fortnite for a bit. Uh, Fortnite originally was uh a PVE game, like it, I think it launched with just the PVE mode, right? I think that's uh how that worked.
1: Uh, yeah, it launched a PVE, and then uh they copied PUBG. Like, I, th- I feel it's safe to say that, right? I mean... And copying yeah, is not a bad sure. thing, right? It's not a bad... I, it's, not,
0: it's not like... Uh, in the game industry, you copy, but if nobody cares if you, like, do it well, right? Like, if that's, that's like, the thing.
1: Right? Yeah, it's not like... It's not like um, Samsung copying Apple's icons kind of copying. It's yeah. more like Microsoft copying desktop spaces from desktop Linux kind of copying. Right, it's a good right. kind. Yeah, it's, it's the good. kind you want.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fortnite, I mean... There, there's some aspects of it that are not in pubg like the building aspect of it is oh yeah
1: the crafting
0: the crafting um that's that's from the pve mode like right? that is like a, an aspect that was already there in the pve mode that they just also have in the battle royale mode uh fortnite it's the art style is much different it's, it's more how would i call it like pixar like more it's cartoony, it's, it's cartoony. Yeah. Like it's it's
1: it's more like Overwatch than it is like a uh, Gears of War or a Call of Duty, right? Right,
0: right. Uh, it's 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 very it's very colorful, uh, very pastel sort of look uh, for the environment design and the characters. Uh, the weapons feel they don't feel great. I'm going to be honest. The weapons in Fortnite are like none of them really feel like feel feel feel, feel that. don't have that good gun feel. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me.
1: Shooting, so, shooting's not good. Um, I think ever, all the guns are hit scan, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah,
0: it feels weird. Uh, it doesn't feel like. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it. Uh, Epic Games has been working on the guns. Like they have been co- continuously updating uh, the game and working on the weapons and like trying to like you know like make it feel better. Uh, but it still feels a, like the third person combat is. Is also a little bit janky, like it feels janky. It's sluggish, it's really sluggish. Yeah, uh, but
1: like gunfights is not where these, where these either of these mm, games thrive.
0: No, 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 I don't think so. But what what what, what was happening here? Uh, news came out this week that Epic Games is going to be launching an iOS version and an Android version uh, of of this of Fortnite Battle Royale, um, and we, there's going to be crossplay between all of them except. Between the PS4 and the Xbox One, thank you, Sony. Uh, so it's to protect the kids, bro. It's to
1: protect the, you got to protect the kids. Fucking Sony. That's literally Sony's reason for why they won't do crossplay that's, between that's PS4 a and bullshit. Xbox.
0: Like that's such a bullshit reason. Like God, like and the cor- these corporate excuses are like so bad. Uh, just just say you don't want to do it for business reasons. Like that's like that's what that is. Like you don't want to you don't want to like like dilute your. Uh, hashtag brand but like come on like it's, it's gonna happen like i sony's gonna have to fall to this pressure sooner or later it's, it's not right now but in a couple of years like uh we'll, we'll have crossplay across all these platforms so uh that's my bet uh but
1: yeah i think i think someone just needs to force sony's hand right like what if example for example bungie just enabled crossplay what what is sony gonna do is sony gonna take destiny off of the mm, psn
0: store that would be like a big game developer say uh blizzard
1: yeah so like a blizzard for overwatch are yeah. you gonna are you going to take overwatch off of psn because blizzard enabled crossplay right like is that mm, a fight sony wants to get into no. it's easy when it's some random uh indie dev or yeah. even epic right yeah. epic isn't epic has clout but not the same kind of clout with gamers and i hate myself for using that word <laughs>
0: <What> the- <laughs> Like imagine if like Blizzard or like uh or like uh, uh like any big developer like Call, Sid, Duty.
1: Call of Duty. If if, if Activision enabled crossplay, Sony would not pull it, right? Sony would no. not pull it from the PSN or would what, not take it down.
0: What if this next Star Wars game, uh Next Battlefront or whatever, uh
1: what if it's in a loot box? You have to like open a random loot box and you get cro- a ticket for crossplay? Fuck fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off with of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck loot boxes, but um,
0: <laughs> Fortnite and PUBG no loot boxes, by the way. Um, but yes, there is crossplay, so it's happening. Uh, the, the the iOS version, I think the Android version is in beta. I don't know if the iOS version is out
1: yet. iOS signups are starting up on Monday, okay. the twelfth of
0: March. All right. Uh, I guess through test flight. I guess you're gonna have to sign up for test flight or something to get those. I don't know. Uh, the so how is that gonna work on iOS? Like the like the, like it's it's a, ostensibly a third person game but uh
1: touchscreen controls man mm. you just do it the same way because there's no I don't think there's any aim assist or anything like that there might be a little bit on consoles but it's the same sort of thing right yeah yeah and I, I feel like maybe if you keep the shooting like being rigid and shitty, mm-hmm. then there's no advantage to playing on PC. Right. If, if if you make it sluggish and you make it sluggish for a mouse, a controller or fingers, yeah. And you just tweak them so they get to the same point of same sluggishness, right? Yeah. Then everyone's on an equal playing field. Yeah. Because if you can only look so much, it doesn't matter how fast you can move the mouse, right? Right.
0: Right. Uh, so I'm looking, kind of looking forward to it because it also allows for me to play PC to PS. Uh, sorry, Xbox One. Uh, so I can play on my PC while Christian plays on their uh, Xbox One. So that's, that's going to be good.
1: Uh, yeah, and then I think we should now, though, just you know talk about like Fortnite and PUBG in general and our experiences with them. Because I think that was interesting news. Uh, PUBG also had, just to give it some time before we get into how we feel about them, PUBG released a roadmap for the year, which is basically a smaller map to combat Fortnite, right? Because Fortnite, PUBG is a big fucking map. It was a huge map. It is bigger than Fortnite's, and uh, a couple of new game modes. And PUBG is going to work on performance more, which you can get to in a minute. But so I think we want to start with Fortnite. And my thing is, uh, Fortnite looks good, runs at sixty frames per second, and it's fun to fuck around in. Like is that is those are the three things I want.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, it's it's good to play. Uh my thoughts on both of these games, but I'm gonna start with Fortnite, is they're more fun to play as a duo or a squad. Like I try to like playing solo is just not just not as fun uh for these games. I feel like the experience is really sort of enhanced uh if you have even one other person playing with you, right? Like it's it feels much more intense. It feels the experience is much more fun uh when you have like a duo or a squad going on. So that's that's my thought on battle royale as a genre, but uh, I haven't played PUBG. So Christian,
1: uh, uh, mean, if we're gonna talk about PUBG, like let me let me just set up a Fortnite because it's you just try out Fortnite. It's free to play. Like the, the, that, that's like we're not gonna get to. I don't want to like spend too long talking about Fortnite, right? Because it is free to play. Um, the only in-app purchases are for a currency you can use to buy skins, and the skins rotate, and that is a fine business model. I bought I bought the battle pass because I played so much time of it. I think it was worth it, right? And I had a couple skins I wanted. Like it is all right. That is a good business model. It is not fee to pay. There's no loot boxes. Support that. But now to PUBG. PUBG runs like fucking trash. It like does. let's be honest. Fuck. Fuck. It's oh, so well, bad. let me explain something here it struggles to keep on 30 frames per second on an xbox one x and i understand as to why that kind of happens but right like if static played it on his xbox it would
0: hang around 20 for the most part i don't even want to like think about playing it on my xbox one because that just sounds like a really bad time
1: and like do you do you think it hit 60 on your pc
0: not all the time it wouldn't uh like i would have to lower the settings and like you know try to like get it to run at 60 all the time. Like I would probably still get frame drops and hiccups and you know stalls and whatever uh, because it's just, the performance is not good in, in any of the and, platforms, really.
1: And the worst part about it is that it looks like a potato. It looks like garbage. It is, it is the most oh, it's garbage. Garbage okay. is
0: harsh, but...
1: Uh, garbage is not harsh. There's an art style to it. Um, it has sort of a cutout style, but that's because PUBG uses a lot of pre-made assets. That's not, yeah. Let yeah, me say Let me say something here real quick. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, do not bash game developers using pre-made assets because it takes a lot of time to make a building. And honestly, like if you can just get some stuff off of the Unity store or off of the Unreal store, like you fine, use it, right? Like there's nothing wrong with that. But it, it uses from different packs. Now there's been work to make them look more cohesive, but you can sell the corners are a little rough, and that's fine. is a small team, but it's just that the textures the quality of the textures is low, right? It's not that the textures look bad, it's that I'm getting struggling to hit 30 frames a second on an Xbox One X and I'm not and I'm getting muddy textures, right?
0: Like that's that's my problem with PUBG. Yeah, that's the problem. Like compared to Fortnite where you are getting 60 frames per second and the art style looks, you know, nice and looks nice to look at. Uh it's just I mean this is the, like I, I'm glad they're focusing on performance because that's my biggest issue with the game. Like if it doesn't perform right, like I'm I'm already annoyed like by performance hiccups in first person shooters. So mm. it's like give me that 60 frames per second, please. Give me that smooth 60. Um,
1: and and in spite of it though, it's still fun to play. Mm. PUBG is much sweatier than Fortnite. PUBG has a first person mode, PUBG has vehicles, PUBG is a much bigger map. Uh PUBG is super sweaty and I've had fun playing it um the gunplay is better than Fortnite. i will say that my thing with PUBG is that i i feel like both these are good games right like it's on on the gameplay level this is something new and refreshing that we haven't had in a while because right all of the most recent big big games have been like oh it's an action rpg oh it's a team shooter it's been a while since we have something new, and I know someone's going to at me saying, oh, there's this game from a couple years back that did it, but it's something new and done right. Like, in spite of PUBG's problems, in spite of it running like trash, I still have fun at the end of a match?
0: Right, right. That's uh, like, You're still having fun. Like The core gameplay loop is solid. Uh, it's just that there's a lot of sort of rough edges for PUBG right now. Uh, and it's also $40, which makes it a bigger... Uh, like a big, bigger, like it's harder $40 to $40
1: and probably is going to go up in price when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Is this still an early access? No, on it's not. PC, no, 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 no. on Xbox. Mm, Xbox only on Xbox. Early access. The PC version. PC, is, yeah. PC version's out of it. But so they might, I don't know if they are going to raise the price on it right now because usually Xbox games are cheaper when they're in early access, but it is an early access on the Xbox. So fair warning on that. But um, I, it's, it's PUBG, I think the, the best games. Make special moments that happen to a lot of people, but at different times, right? If you know what I mean, like if you're playing Overwatch, you have that one super dope, uh, like, uh, play of the game that you share with your friends, right? And then PUBG has that same sort of thing, right? Like when we're playing Destiny 2 PvP, we never have like a sick play, but PUBG, you get some sick plays, and Overwatch, you get sick plays, and like Halo 5, another check that off your bingo card, you get sick plays, right? And like, that's what makes them so fun because there's an opportunity to have something new and exciting every time you play yeah, uh, and it doesn't get stale quickly. It's, it's,
0: it's what, what what Game of Us like to call it you a know, hashtag emergent gameplay. Uh, like you're making the, like that's the, that's the thing with multiplayer games, right? You you get to create your own gameplay uh, as it were. Uh, so, and with, with PUBG, uh, with Battle Royale games, there's this whole like sort of canvas, uh, for having all sorts of fun uh like the, especially the thing that I miss from PUBG that I Fortnite would be is vehicles right vehicles are like i think a big part of what pub makes PUBG a lot of fun right it's like you you run around in vehicles uh you shoot other vehicles you try to steal vehicles from other people you know stuff like that you do you do sick jumps with vehicles uh all that kind of stuff uh so that's i mean it's cool PUBG
1: is like the perfect example of like graphics doesn't matter and i just want to say there's a difference between graphics and performance um graphics don't actually matter but god performance does like this is a 500 hundred dollar console it should at least be able to hit 30 and you you have like a thousand dollar pc it should at least be able to hit 60 yeah come on
0: give me that 60 frames your game like it's it's the problem is that um uh... There's a lot of, well, I'm going to talk about some of PUBG's problems that I have been reading, but I haven't played the game myself, so uh, take this with a grain of salt, I guess. Um, from what I've been reading is because the game is client-side hit detection, uh, there's been a problem with high ping players having an advantage, right? Oh,
1: yes, because when you're playing PUBG, at least on Xbox, if, if it detects the ping shoots up, it makes you a mobile. You're unable to move once your uh, latency goes up a certain amount. Oh, it blacks that's... out the screen, and says lag detected.
0: Mm, interesting, because that's been a problem on PC. Like if you go to the Steam user reviews for PUBG, uh, you're going to see a lot of like, you know, like region limit China, because the problem has been that a lot of Chinese players are playing like matchmaking on the West one on US servers. And it's been like, they they obviously have a higher, higher latency. So then that, that gives them a, a sort of advantage over other players because like, uh, in a client side hit detection game, it's, it's what the client says, right? Uh, so if you, you can be shot by somebody you didn't even see around the corner, uh, because of latency. Uh, so that's, that's not pleasant. And there's been also a hacker problem on PC, uh, hackers all around, uh, it's been a problem. They're trying to combat it. They they, they put in a uh, they put in BattleEye, which is uh, like a chi, like a cheat detection, like a hack detection uh, system. So it's been banning people. You know, it's it's happening, but you know, it's still frustrating to play a game and you get shot by a hacker. It's not it's not pleasant. So that's my thoughts on, on PUBG. uh does he see anything else to say? We probably have to wrap up. Um, I
1: guess to sum it up. Play Fortnite because it's free to play. You know, just try it out. Uh, PUBG. If you have a PC and it runs it well, and hopefully you can be able to look at your graphics card and see how performance is. And if you have an Xbox One X only, check it out. Like doesn't like don't I? Even on a One S, like it's not. It's not going to be good. Love yeah. yourself. Don't play games that run at twenty frames per second.
0: <laughs> Please, like we're not going to go all total biscuit here, but like it's it's 2018 yeah get better frame rates please thanks um
1: <laughs> at, you can add static if you <laughs> think that frame rates don't matter oh god and we'll send you a six frames per second gif
0: <laughs> all right uh you can find us on Mastodon. you can find me on master. at static safe at com and christian
1: you can find me at Josephine at instance
0: uh, as always, you can find the show notes on two dot com and the contact info is also on the sidebar there. And with that, goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Wait, we should we not have a PSA about people not emailing us their uh startup on podcasting? What? <laughs> oh okay. you, you remember that email we got?
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's well, good. Yeah, 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 real quick, real, mean, quick real quick. Real quick before we go. Before uh,
1: we actually go, if you <laughs> want to email us about your startup, please don't. Because I won't make fun of you on social media. Uh and with that, goodbye. Goodbye.